This is Pursuing Wholeness. to you happy happy new year yeah happy new year guys and um it's been a little while i think we missed a couple of episodes but we're back we're actually recording this episode on new year's day um new year's evening um but you'll get it i think on the fourth which is tuesday which by the way if you follow us or you are you just starting to follow us we try to release a podcast every tuesday morning so stay on the lookout Please also make sure that you subscribe wherever you find Pursuing Holiness um, Podcast and on Apple Podcasts. And I ask this of everybody. We ask this of everybody that you go to Pursuing Holiness on Apple Podcasts and give us an honest rating and review. Even if you have to pause right now, as long as you come back, please make sure you go to Pursuing Holiness on Apple Podcasts. And give us an honest rating and review. And then after that, share this episode and then resume resume play. <laughs> and we would greatly um, appreciate that. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so here we are. I think oh, a few episodes ago, we said we would kind of start out asking each other how we were doing. Um, and so and we had some sort of snazzy kind of uh, title to that. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous because I don't remember anything about what we said. I know mm-hmm. that the first one we did, or maybe even the only one, um, it was, it was way too one. long. It right, took it was like the half podcast. the episode. Mm-hmm. So um, we can't do that again. Right. But were you asking how I'm doing? Mm-hmm. I'm doing good. I um, stayed up late last night, like most people did. We were actually playing Super Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it's really called, but it's on on the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Got one of those for Christmas, and um, so we're up late playing video games. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I I couldn't. It's like I I had a weird sleep and woke up early <laughs> after mm-hmm. going to bed so late, and so I was just exhausted today. And I ended up taking a nap at around four, and woke up an hour later, and I just feel kind of disoriented i still do mm-hmm. and it's like you know it's the new year and i actually was going to use that time that i was snapping before my prior plan was to like kind of think about the past year and think about what i want to do for the next year mm-hmm. but um i was sleeping instead so kind of woke up feeling discouraged <laughs> <laughs> one mm-hmm. of those feelings where you just feel like you already felt before you started mm-hmm. it's sad but that's how I was feeling like uh, all my goals. I didn't get to take my walk today and it's all over. You know, it's like I didn't start off the first day perfect. So the rest of the year, you know, oh, that boy. anyway, but I rebuke. I'm not going to, I'm not going to walk in that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I guess I'm saying all that to say that I'm doing well. I have to like spend some time getting my perspective right because I just kind of got knocked off my rocker. But 
I um I do believe that that is even a sign that there's greatness ahead because it's like when you are about to be doing something good, that's when all the discouragement tries to come against you and slow you down. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to believe that it means that there's some greatness ahead. And so got to press forward and, um, and just walk in. I mean, cause there are many things that I have in my mind about what I hope this year will be. Um, and of course we know that, that we can, a man plans his ways, but the Lord orders his steps. And um, 2020 and 2021 taught us that we're not in control, even though we might make plans. They don't always work out that way. So um, I'm optimistic about this year. Having faith is kind of scary. <laughs> I saw a meme where it's like all these little men with these big old eyes and big noses. They're just like these little cartoons. They all huddled together with a long stick and they're opening the door for 2022. Like, we don't know what's behind this door. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, it kind of feels like that sometimes. You're like, don't get too excited, y'all. Y'all, come on now. We've been here before. Don't get too excited. But um, at the same time, it's like, just got to kind of let a lot of that go at the same time and have faith. And I almost think that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. But um, mm-hmm. but anyway, so I'm doing good, you know, just having to be intentional about my my faith and my 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 goals and beliefs and expectations. Mm-hmm. So, how about you? How you doing? What's what's going on with you? Well, I'm fine. I um um I mean, like you said, I kind of been tired throughout the day and um. Um, I guess from us playing Super Mario, but it's all good. One thing I'll say on that is, you know, I have liked video games since I was a little kid. Um, but I mean, you know, as you know, you know, I haven't really played video games in any consistent level, you know, since, you know, maybe second year of college undergrad. <clears throat> um, but with us playing and getting that switch kind of for the kids, kind of for the family. Um, I kind of felt a certain sort of something to pull, you know, like, man, this is kind of fun. And so it kind of felt a little dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 were, you know, it's New Year's Day, so we were going to stay up to ring in the New Year. But we stayed up about 2 o'clock, you know, playing video games. Yeah, I mean, it was after 2, because I, yeah. I think I was thinking, okay, I'm going to have about from 3 to whatever amount of sleep, but... And y'all, Veronica is funny because she, um, you know, we would kind of, I'd be like, yeah, we really got to stop. We, we got to, you know, and and my wife, you know, it's, she's very, very ambitious. And when she gets going, you know, she's kind of like a, like a locomotive, you know, so much momentum, like, you know, you know, she doesn't really want to stop. So, you know, <laughs> she, you know, she kept on going and going and going, you know, I, I did, you know, I, I easily relented a couple of those times because I did truthfully want to continue playing. But anyway, I won't, I won't get on her too much. But um, but anyhow, this is a, an interesting type of time of year always for me because I'm always kind of like slightly wrestling in my mind, you know, because you, y'all know, man, y'all already know. Resolutions is resolution season, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, some people call them resolutions. Um, 
Some people call them other things. You know, kind of interject on that. It's funny because one one year resolutions became a bad word, right? And so nobody wanted to call them resolutions mm-hmm. anymore, and now we call them commitments. Okay, and blah, yeah, blah blah blah. <laughs> right. So you know, you call them what you will. It's all the same thing. You know, it, you know it. It um, you know that's why I kind of have the wrestling because we all feel that fresh feeling. <laughs> you know, it's oh, it's January first. You know, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do you know, and um, you know, it's all good. It's cool to. I don't think it's anything wrong with being, um, um, I guess, excited and all that kind of stuff. But it's weird because we all know that, you know, we all, whether it's been every year for the past 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years or whatever period of time, we all know how it feels to kind of like have that motivation and it be lost, you know, within, you know, weeks you know, mm-hmm. or even days, or even now, even now. Mm-hmm. That's how I mean. I ain't gonna claim that my motivation's gone, but you know, if I wanted to stay here, then <clears throat> it could have been gone in hours. Right. You know. Um. You know. And on my now old job, um. You know, we had a couple of gyms out there, and I tell you, you would go. You know, I I went to the gym. You know, at least three, two or three days a week, whatever. You know, um, and come January it would be packed you wouldn't be able to find no machines you wouldn't be able to find free weights you know I and I did calisthenics in the gym for the most part but you know you would have to wait in line basically to do pull-ups and all that kind of stuff and it was crazy but I promise you usually about mid-February then it's back you kind of just see the same familiar faces and you you know you can find your, your machines and <laughs> all that stuff because we all know how fleeting motivation is. So I don't know, like I said, it's kind of a weird time of year for me because I'm always kind of thinking like, yeah, I feel the motivation and I know it's not necessarily a bad thing to feel this way, but should I resist this motivation because of, you know, I don't know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't know, I know that's kind of how I am, I guess because I'm, I'm the type of person that if I kind of come up to something and I keep on like, not doing it then I just kind of get kind of real no nonsense about it like okay well either either I'm gonna do it or I'm not gonna do it you know and I might just stop or I don't know my attitude gets hardened regarding that particular thing um so anyway it's you know I'm I'm good I'm definitely good it's just an interesting time of year yeah <clears throat> same for me and i mean i'm one of those people who really does get excited about the new year and the biggest thing about it for me is having that accountability built in making sure that you had those checkpoints to see you know um you know if you are actually making progress toward the goals that you set because i think a lot of times we'll set a goal like for real for me I'm like where were my 2021 goals I don't remember and I don't know where to find them they're probably in my old planner because I buy these nice planners every year and you know do them pause do the planners pause (laughs) so I don't even always stay consistent with my planners but um but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what I set as goals for last year um, and see if I actually accomplished any of them. But I will say that like if you if you set a goal, you have to like accompany that goal with an accountability structure. It's just not going to happen. 
I think about me with my law firm when I, I I had plenty of goals at many points and you know it's kind of like yeah I'm gonna make this much money I'm gonna hire these people I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that and then week after week you still haven't done it and then when I actually hired a coach when we have weekly accountability calls and somebody checking to see how I'm doing that's when actually started to move on the things that I was saying that I wanted to do. So having that check-in point, that accountability structure, as soon as you make that goal, like, I'm going to do this, and this is how I'm going to do it. Because if you don't, then you're oftentimes fooling yourself. Because one thing I was thinking, everybody's, like, saying all these grand things about New Year's, and this is the year I'm going to do this and that. And I'm like, did Facebook not remind you (laughs) what you said Mm -hmm. last year? Like, I know you had a thing that was like, this is the year that I'm going to accomplish this and that. And then you're looking at it a year later and you realize that I haven't done that. Mm -hmm. So, like, why we keep doing it to ourselves every year? We -hmm. need to make sure that we have something that's actually going to change it for us. Put in some kind of accountability structure whether it's hiring a coach or a personal trainer or getting another thing I'm doing, I have a accountability group with two of my friends from college and we meet on a weekly basis to check in with our goals for the 12 week period. So having that kind of stuff, otherwise you're either fooling yourself or you trying to fool other people. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, we, we heard that thing that Eric Thomas was saying. I'll let you kind of talk about that. A little bit. Eric Thomas and his crew. What's the name? The um Secrets to Success. Secrets Podcast. to Success. Yeah, Podcast. CJ, E. T. Jamal and Carl. Yeah, and they were talking about people who wanna look like they're Oh, oh. They wanna look like they're like developing. But they're not really putting in the work to develop themselves. They just wanna look to other people like, Yeah, I'm I'm going to lose weight this year or I'm going to make this money or I'm going to do this and that, but they're not actually willing to put in the, the, the structure that's Mm -hmm. needed to actually do it. Yeah. So, you know, on that note, um, and we can talk about that, I guess it reminded me of something I read in that, but we've mentioned on this podcast before called celebration of discipline, talking about the spiritual, um, disciplines, um, it's by Richard Foster, but anyhow, he was saying, I read in one of the intro chapters of his book, how he was saying um, that the world is looking for people who are essentially deep, you know, it's looking for people who are deep, you know, but then at the same time, though, we all know that our world is a big, big proponent of superficiality, mm-hmm. um, you know, with all of our social media profiles and <clears throat> this whole fake it till you make it kind of thing where you look kind of like that song you know that I referenced a couple of days ago look like money smell like money talk like money even walk like money you know not sure how you walk like money but anyhow that's beside the point of this podcast um but but that's the whole thing that we kind of like always like to look the part but then we all be messed up Mm -hmm. you know we be messed up and so it's all it is is really self-deception and that's one of the reasons I really appreciate Eric Thomas and them because Eric Thomas, he really talks about how he had to get to that point with himself. Like, okay, come on, Eric, 
like this is not cool like you know where you are you have to get better you you see that people you know it's like the path you're going down is like destroying your credibility you know people are looking down on your character and this isn't it this isn't it so you know you can fake it and just kind of still be living in it and you you know that you're going to be living in it regardless of whatever everybody else knows but just like you have to be honest with your own self mm-hmm. and um and decide okay is this really what i want for my life or not and um so i really appreciate that about him and about them um that realness um because it's not the kind of thing that our excuse me that our world promotes but the world really is looking for deep people you know and you can fake it and we can you know people can kind of think for a while that you're deep but eventually it'll be revealed that you're not and people just kind of move on to the next thing because we're you know we're all we're all we know what the deal is Mm -hmm. we know you know we know we know um I don't know. So it's like, I know me personally, I don't want to be, I don't desire to be shallow. And even today, you know, you and I were kind of talking about the whole, and we're not going to go into this, but the whole non-negotiables kind of thing. Like the things that we already know that we need to be moving toward in our lives that we've kind of made secondary, but we keep on saying that we want them to be like those things that are tried and true and really a part of who we are. Um, but I don't know. I'm kind of getting us, I think, outside of what we were supposed to be talking about. Um, but but anyway, yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not worth it to to be this shallow person. The world is looking for depth. Yeah, and I mean, depth is the only thing that's going to help you to keep going to what you're actually trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Because like we we none of us are here. Some people really are here just to look like they're doing something. But, like, who has time for that? There is a finite amount of time in our lives. And so instead of us looking like we're doing something, we need to actually be doing something, something that matters to us, something that provides meaning to us. Um, It makes me think about, what was it, Nia with the Kwanzaa Mm -hmm. principle, Nia? Purpose. Purpose. We talked about purpose, um, where it's like, you know, there was a saying that was quoted it's like wouldn't it make sense for us to make the world to leave the world better than what we found it or something like that I can't remember what the quote was but mm-hmm. it was something basically saying like what's the point of you being on this earth if you're not gonna do something to make it better like you you go on social media and you see people talking just randomness people just complaining and people talking about being depressed and not, and, and being sad and being discouraged. And I'm not saying that it's not real because we all deal with stuff to that extent, but it's like sometimes it seems like people just want to be low and sad and discouraged instead of like always seeking an opportunity to improve themselves and to improve the world around them. There's some people when you talk to them, all you hear is negative this is wrong, that's wrong. And, and you know, sometimes I'm like, well, why are you here? <laughs> like, what's the point of you getting up every day if you're just going to complain about this world? And, yes, there's a lot of challenging things, but, like, what about if everybody made a conscious choice to do something about it? Mm-hmm. We don't like the way things are, so let's work hard 
to make it better. Mm-hmm. And I just think that there are not enough people who are willing to push through like that, who are willing to say that I have something that I believe the world needs and I'm going to do everything in my power to bring it to pass. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know. It's just something that I, I want to see more of that in 2022. You know, people who are, who are not just like, Oh, I'm crushing it. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. You know, look at me with this money. Look at me with these, these follows and these likes, like people. Uh, huh? No, I was going to say, or like those infomercial kind of things you always see on, um, on YouTube. Hey, you know, I'm sitting here with my Maserati and, you know, and I and I have my you know eighty thousand square foot you know mansion, but you know I don't really I'm not going to really show you that right now. Enough about me. Yeah, it's annoying. I'm like I don't believe you. I don't know if these folks is coming on here lying, but they be looking at their phone like this. Just I just got this email, and it's like Mm-mm. it's like no, you didn't just get that email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It really appears very superficial. Yeah. But yeah, the stuff you were talking about, you know, it's like, you know, thinking thinking about stuff for, you know, for me, like why do I, why, what keeps me from kind of really walking in those things I know I need to walk in, you know, it's kind of, you know, vulnerability and being afraid, mm. you know, because you know like to be a person who you know like for example you know we you know we know some of the basketball greats like Kobe and Jordan and um and you know of course LeBron and Steph and you know a lot of these guys I mean these guys are known for like their incredible like extremely like serious work ethic like doing you know playing like practicing hours before practice starts. Mm-hmm. Like the practice everybody else is doing might start this time and then two or three hours earlier, you know, in the wee hours in the morning, this, you know, Kobe's shooting shots. He's already pouring sweat whenever everybody else gets there. So it's like, that's the kind of sacrifice. And so that's, it's very glamorous, but like when it comes to actually doing it, it's kind of like, dude, I really don't know. That's a lot. That's kind of scary. Do I want to commit? Do I want to commit to that? Do I want it that bad? Mm. You know? um, And so that, that, that type of commitment, not wanting to fail or, you know, just the lack of comfort really, um, you know, it's kind of, it kind of makes you nervous, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's kind of like what comes with being a person of any level of, of depth. Like it really requires something way, way beyond what is what is comfortable. So it's it's kind of scary, mm-hmm. you know. But I know, like even for example, like I was telling you this morning, I know, like for me, truth be told, like I know that my relationship with God is like, and I say in theory, the most important thing to me. Mm-hmm. And I say in theory because, truth be told. You know, the times I wake up late, which <laughs> I've been waking up late now for the past probably like three weeks or so at least. Yeah, it's the holidays. We got to have grace. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's like if you're really serious about stuff, you, you should still kind of have some little, I believe. You should I mean, still have I guess some you're right. Consistency. You Would know? Kobe have stopped because it was Thanksgiving? <laughs> right. Right. You know. Probably but, um, not. You know. Yeah, exactly. 
exactly definitely not you know but like um what happens a lot of times is i get up and you know you already hear the kids maybe or you or you don't hear them but you know they about to get up and so you kind of like you know say a quick prayer and mm-hmm. just kind of keep it moving you know but if it really mattered wouldn't you kind of still continue to do whatever it is like spend like real quality time with God in prayer and worship and all that kind of stuff like wouldn't you but I haven't done it because part of me is like well I got to get to work I got to like beat the kids so that I can have some time you know before they kind of start you know kind of you know dominating the day and everything or you have to put a lot of attention on them um but I had that thought this morning and yeah, it's, yeah, I had to start on January the 1st, you know, it's like Sean, you know, like you used to say, either you is, or you ain't like, you can't do that, man. It's like, if you really want to be a person who has like a deep relationship with God, it has to be priority. And you can't just say that it has to be priority. That it has to be real priority. Like the stuff, like they say, when people aren't looking, mm-hmm. you know, or whenever it's uncomfortable for you or when it seems like you should be doing something else. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So it's like either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. And mm-hmm. you can keep on saying it and kind of just talking about it from a poetic point of, you know, po- you know, poetic kind of um, perspective. Or you'll actually just practically do it, mm-hmm. you know. And that's kind of how it is with a lot of things in, in my life. And um, I just really want to be that that guy. I, I really want to be that guy, and I I say that I am that guy who mm-hmm. really prioritizes that, who actually shapes his life around the things that are most important, rather than just kind of winging it and kind of doing all all the other things in life and kind of putting in five cent with the things that I say matter to mo- the most to me. My my relationship with God, my you know, my health and, you know, my family, um, things like that, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes me think about, um, somebody, one of my Facebook friends had posted something about agnosticism versus atheism versus Christianity and just like different mindsets versus, um, I mean, at, when considering a circumstance, and, um, you know, one of the people, they were saying that they were agnostic, leaning toward atheists, and they were saying some different things about Christianity that they had opposition to or that they didn't like, and that was why they were not a Christian anymore. And I was just looking at that list, and, and I wanted to respond and say, like, what your your challenge with Christianity is not based on the reality of Christianity, but it's based on how the mainstream church has articulated the faith. And I mean, not in all cases or whatnot, but I think that a lot of the concerns they had, I've heard those same viewpoints, but it's not necessarily what I believe. And so I'm still a Christian, even though I don't believe those things that he had objection to as being the reasons why he's not a Christian anymore. And I say all that to say that, when I think about Satan, the enemy, I think about how we kind of see this personified being, um, whether we want to admit it or not, maybe red with horns. 
<laughs> nice sharp red suit. Sharp red suit. We want to pretend like we think, oh, he don't look like that. But I think we still have that kind of personified being in our minds. And I don't know how mm-hmm. it all really plays out. But the way that the world is, there's a, a satanic presence about it. And it's not just like, again, not the, the devil with the red horns. And not even like the people that we think of as Satanists, you know, who do mm. things and look a certain way and whatever. Not those people either. It's like something that's counter faith, counter Christianity, counter doing God's work. Mm-hmm. And it, it's very apparent if you kind of take a step back and you look at the world, you see how many things are built into the systems that we experience every day to keep us from being who we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. We're distracted by TV and social media and not only distracted, but we're being influenced by them thinking, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just watching a funny show. But then you're kind of shaping your worldview a little bit, just a little bit, a little mm-hmm. bit at a time. Mm-hmm. And just thinking about it in the context of this conversation, I just think that, you know, us we, we, we say, okay, I believe I'm called to do this thing. I believe that I have a purpose and I need to accomplish this purpose. But then when I get up in the morning and it's time to pray, then I just check my Facebook real quick. And then I get distracted by that. And next thing you know, I didn't pray. Or when I'm supposed to be calling people to tell them about this thing that I'm doing in my business, Instead of doing that, I feel like they're going to judge me so I don't do it. And it's like Mm -hmm. we're constantly facing these things that are like fighting to keep us from being where we need to be. Mm -hmm. There's there's um, I think about I was listening to an old podcast on um, from Rachel Rogers. I listened to her podcast. Hello, seven. And it was it was recorded during um, like 2020 when the pandemic first came apparent became apparent here in the United States and um a lot of people just froze and she was just saying how as business owners this is not the time to freeze. This is the time to figure out what you need to be doing because like there's still work to be done regardless of whether there's a pandemic. But a lot of people allowed the fear of the pandemic to like stop them from doing what they're supposed to do. Right. And and from and, and they also allowed fear to make them into people who they weren't before. Mm. And I just think mm. that there's so much in our systems that are like created that we have naturally that we don't even realize as being barriers and being resistors to our purpose, but it's there. And so I think that that's like Satan at, at work, but we're looking for like the, mm-hmm. the person of Satan that's doing evil things and we don't realize these innocent things that we experience on a day-to-day basis are like a satanic force against us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we often kind of like will refer to and even joke about, you know, how, you know, you really do kind of live in a, in a matrix of sorts. Right. I thought about the matrix, too. Right. You know, but I, I think that's that's a really good point. There definitely is like, you know, we kind of we kind of end up kind of missing missing the kind of like the reality by looking for the personified you know like you say red man with horns and the um, tail and pitchfork um but yeah there there is this this over 
um, this overarching, just pervasive, you know, evil that just kind of like keeps, like you say, people living out their purpose and keeps people being mere shells of who they are, you know, like teaching people to confine life, confine themselves in boxes and all this kind of stuff and, and to be fearful and, and selfish was, you know, fear is a form of selfishness really. Um, but to keep people very selfish, self-centered, um, and so even in the gifts that they have, they either don't use them at all or they use them only on themselves. Mm. Um, gosh, it's like you mentioned the matrix and it's just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, it's really like the matrix. There's mm-hmm. like, we want to not believe that there, uh, I don't know. It's like, it's like there is a force mm-hmm. that's like putting negative thoughts in our minds and causing us to think differently than what we should. And, causing us to look at people a certain way and treat them a certain way and accuse people a certain way and target people a certain way. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, there's a bigger purpose behind things. Of course we have interference when we're talking about this, but um, yeah, yeah. My, phone, <laughs> my phone's too close. To oh, me, so. <laughs> say, it's like, uh-huh. <laughs> no, yes, it's too close to the same part. But anyway, yeah, we, we have to fight that force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I'm gonna go ahead and kind of mention some of this quote in here. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of days ago, um, I was, I think I was uploading a podcast, not for this one, for my other podcast, Give Me Five Health Moment, and you know it was one of those things. To be, if truth be told, I just kind of saw, um, this is a random video title pop up, called um, was it? caught here um talent without marketing won't get you far um by gary w goldstein who apparently is a producer of some pretty um major movies or whatever hollywood movies um in a relatively recent past but anyhow um so i clicked it you know um because i like the title and the guy said several things that were just true gold nuggets um but one of the things that he said that I kind of brought, um, I had my wife listen to it for this. Is um, He said this, and listen to it in the context of what we're talking about in this podcast. He said, fear is powerful medicine, and most people are not immune to it. It's very few people who can see over that head row and stay centered and stay present and stay committed to their vision and what's theirs to do, what's their thing to do in this world. And um, I was like, man, that is... That's amazing. You know, the truth be told, you know, it's like, yes, fear is a fear is 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 something. Fear is really something in in fear. Fear will paralyze you. Fear will make you do things that you wouldn't normally do. Um, Fear will. I don't know. Fear will really keep you from living your life. And especially in this day and age when we've been hit with unprecedented pandemic and you know, we had political craziness going on and all kind of stuff, you know, it's kind of stuff that have you glued to the news and, and, and just caught up in all kind of like negative thinking. Um, I guess it's just so powerful to me to hear him say that, you know, it's very few people who can stay 
centered and stay present and committed to their vision. You know, um, for or for one, when I heard that, I was like, I want to be one of those people. Mm-hmm. I want to be one of them. You know, it's a few. You know, again, like I said earlier, it's it's the world is looking for deep people, and it's not really a lot of them. And I'm not saying deep from the standpoint of like you can be like, "Hey, I'm deep." You know, and you can kind of brag because obviously, if you're doing you're that, those then fake deep people, right? Exactly. Obviously, you say that you're really not. You know, but more so like because you really do live the life. You live the life of a person who is not just doing something so so somebody can see you. You're doing it because you you desire it for yourself and regardless of what what anybody says thinks or does that is where you go and so when people see a person who really is actually genuinely authentic authentically pursuing a particular path they're going to just notice you know you're not really seeking it but they're going to notice it um but that's one of my thoughts i want to be one of those people but then too just thinking about that fear does keep us from being focused on what kind of things we need to be doing in our lives but it it takes to overcome fear you have to be able to like he said be centered and committed stay present and centered you know all these things kind of make you feel like okay don't do it you're going to put yourself at risk you're going to be ostracized you're going to be um criticized um they're going to reject you What's that? You're going to fail. Yeah, you're going you're going to fail. You know, who do you think you are? Come on now. You know, you know, being able to hear all that stuff in your brain and, and perhaps if if it actually does happen externally, which a lot of times it don't even happen. You know, but to be able to kind of like hear that and be like, you know, whatever. I'm pursuing this path. This is what I do. This is who I am. This this life practice is who I am and nothing is going to like throw me off of that. You know, getting on social media and scrolling the infinite feed. I'm not doing that. Even if it's a friend of mine who has some great stuff going on, that's not what I'm, I do. I'm not just a mere consumer. I'm a producer. So I produce, you know, um, I don't just talk about, God and you know I don't just know about the scriptures and everything I I do what I learn I do mm-hmm. I do this stuff I live this stuff you know and so so yeah so anyway like again I know the world is looking for that kind of thing and and personally I you know and so help me God I'm at a point in my life where I'm like I want to be one of those people who regardless of those various fears that we're faced with, you know, it's, it's like whatever, like water off of a duck's back, Mm -hmm. you know, let's go. This is my life practice. You know, I I was going to ask, and I see we're almost out of time. Like what are the things that we can do to keep us grounded? And I, I think one thing is that realizing that fear is, is intangible. It's not real. And like I think Winston Churchill said, it's nothing to fear but fear itself. It's the fear is not is not real. It's not gonna come bite you. It can't hurt you. So I think knowing we get that feeling like, oh my gosh, this is scary, and then just moving forward because like you won't get stopped until you get stopped. <laughs> right. You know, you could be afraid of COVID, but it don't hurt you unless you get COVID. 
Mm-hmm. And then even then, you just, whatever, you deal with it. But mm-hmm. it's like, it's, there's no point in like fearing that you're going to experience something because then it robs you of your present moment. You're mm-hmm. fearing something that may never happen. And if it does, then it does and you deal with it then. Mm-hmm. But we're always fearing what could happen. And so we miss out on things in the interim. Mm. And so I think that one thing is knowing that fear is not the real boogeyman. The the fear can't hurt you. It's the thought of the fear. I mean, it's the, the thing that you fear that could hurt you, but it probably won't. Cause it's, uh, anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, fear is not tangible. And then another thing I think about is having that vision, that purpose, that, that, that drive, that thing that is so important to you that you got to protect it and you got to remind yourself of it every day. And you got to stay laser focused on it despite what's going on around you. Right. Yeah, that's really good. It kind of reminds me that second part of what you said, remind me what Eric Thomas says a lot of times when he's talking to these young guys in these basketball or football camps. And he tells them, he asks them like, who are you doing this for? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and it just turns out that a lot of these guys are like, this is my ticket out of the hood this is the thing that's going to help me get mom who's been supporting me and caring for me all this time get mom out the hood mm-hmm. and you know it's a very powerful thing for them but sometimes they kind of lose that 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 vision and so they kind of like start lollygagging and everything but he's just like dude why are you out here you know it's like your mom your mom is still out there i thought you were doing this for her you know you need to get up every single day and say, I'm doing this for my mom and call her name out and do it. Um, but then the other part of what you were saying, yeah, fear is not even a real thing. It's just a lot of times it just is accompanied with this very uncomfortable feeling, mm-hmm. you know, based on just a thought about what might happen. But you're right. It's like if we can kind of pause for long enough to, you know, acknowledge the feeling, but then realize all this is is just this doesn't have any effect on me it doesn't have to control me i have a choice to make Mm -hmm. you know let me make the choice and then proceed forward right right yeah so going into 22 y'all let's let's have a thing that we're focused on and let's press toward that regardless of what's going on around us it sounds good peace Doing Wholeness is a Back to Basics Health and Wholeness podcast with theme music produced by Life on 